Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Breaking details on that whistleblower who leaked top secret documents by the government surveillance of Americans. The person responsible for one of the greatest national security leaks in recent American history insisted that his identity be made public after he fled the country for Hong Kong. Snowden has been in Russia now for three full days. President Putin defying the U.S., saying the Russians will not turn him over. He damaged the security of the country. No, I don't think Mr. Snowden was a patriot. But this is a little bit of a misunderstanding about why I came forward. I didn't come forward to tell people how to live or what to do. Uh, the problem of 2013 was not one specifically of surveillance, but one of democracy. It was the fact that our laws had changed. The operation of our governments had changed around the world, across borders. And it happened without our knowledge, without our consent. Now, the basic principle of democracy uh, in an open Western liberal society, one would hope at least, is that the government governs uh, because they have a mandate that's based on the consent of the government. If we don't know what's going on, we can't give our consent. I called for a thorough review of our surveillance operations before Mr. Snowden made these leaks. We're in the midst of the greatest redistribution of power since the Industrial Revolution. Uh, and this is happening because technology has provided a new capability that reaches everyone in every place. It, it, it has no regard for borders. Now, this technology allows these institutions to monitor and record the private activities of people on a scale that's broad enough um, that we can say it's close to all powerful. Uh, and it's through the use of new platforms and algorithms that are built on and around uh, these capabilities uh, that they're able to shift our behavior. In some cases, they're able to predict our decisions and also nudge them to different outcomes. Uh, and they do this by exploiting the human need for belonging. But how many of you who have a Facebook account actually read the terms of service? Right? Like it's, not, it's not anything to be ashamed of. Uh, everything has hundreds and hundreds of pages uh, of legal jargon that we're not qualified uh, to read and assess, and yet they're considered to be binding upon us. And it is through this sort of unholy connection of technology um, and, and sort of an unusual interpretation of, of contract law, that these institutions have been able to trans, 
form this greatest virtue of humanity, uh, which is this desire to interact and to connect and to cooperate and to share, to transform all of that into a weakness. And now these institutions, which are both commercial and governmental, uh, have built upon that and built upon that, and they have structuralized it and entrenched it to where it has become now the most effective means of social control in the history of our species. When I came forward uh, to reveal the first system of, of global, truly global mass surveillance back in 2013, um, which was being run not just by the United States government, but actually of a group called the Five Eyes. Uh, these are the Anglophone governments, which would be the United States, uh, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. Um, and the revelation of this uh, activity, this, this was a uh, collaboration between corporate and government power, uh, and government in the United States, um, they would go to the largest web platforms uh, and they would try to uh, induce them uh, into willful cooperation beyond what the law required. And they would get these groups to act as agents of government, be able to hand over your entire Gmail account, everything you've ever typed into Facebook, clicked on Facebook, every site you've ever gone to, where you're logged into Facebook, but it just has that like button on the page. All of that was recorded, right? And it was poured into a system that didn't just touch internet connections, but it touched phone calls and everything else. But an unusual thing is you would see a traditional adversary like Russia is actually less intensely monitored than the United States itself. Their own documents written by their own lawyers said that the real reason these programs were classified was because they feared a, this is their own words, quote, damaging public debate. And that's about the scale of their activities and that would open them up to legal challenges because they know they had gone far beyond the law. By their own count, they were violating our laws thousands of times a year. I think 2,776 times in a single quarter or calendar year. I, I, I can't recall precisely. Once upon a time, if you think back to, to Cold War histories or at least propaganda, um, we in the West, distinguished ourselves from, you know, the, the traditional adversary nations by saying, we don't do that. We're different from the Iron Curtain. We could do that. Uh, we could spy on our own people internally and we could spy on people who have done nothing wrong. Uh, we could do it better than them, but we don't because it's wrong. It's contrary to our rights. It's contrary to our laws. It's contrary to our values. After September 11th, um, the policies of the United States changed. It's interesting and very historically important to understand that this plan for this new system of mass surveillance was not created in the wake of 9-11. In fact, it had already been written, the US Patriot Act, you all may have potentially heard of, uh, which really changed the way our surveillance and uh, sort of counterterrorism strategies worked, had been sitting on a shelf for years, ready to go, uh, but, our legislature didn't believe it was they were in a position where they could pass it. Um, but after the entire nation uh, had been victimized, 
everyone was grieving and angry and fearful, um, it passed with, I think, only a single dissenting vote. But let's say you're one of the people who happen to be sympathetic to this. But I would argue if you are so fearful of foreigners that you are willing to destroy your own rights, the rights of your family, the rights of everyone who lives in your country, um, you are not protecting anything. Uh, you are, in fact, harming. And if you want to be strong, the way that you show strength is not through fear, but by showing resilience. If you can't have faith in your country, if you can't have faith in your system uh, that is greater than your fear of someone who doesn't look like you, uh, I don't see that as strength. I see that as weakness. Most of the government's uh, best hacking tools and technologies today are not developed in-house in the United States or Canada or any other country. Uh, they're actually purchased from industry, people who previously worked for government, and then they left and they developed the same kind of weapons, and then we have a new digital arms trade. But this awareness of the problem led to a new effort to resist these abuses and to create new safeguards and new protections. Before 2013, as measured by major browsers like Google, of course, their, their Chrome browser, uh, something like a third of web traffic was encrypted. Less than half, right? Uh, and now, today, um, the, the last figure I saw, which was from the end of last year, uh, it was nearing 90%. Now, what this means is people's communication. When you went to go check your Gmail box uh, in these early days, anyone between you and the server, right, they could read your email. Um, and this worked for Facebook, right? This worked for search engines. This worked for so many different services. Um, since then, we've started armoring it. We, we've clothed ourselves as we cross this hostile path by encrypting our communications by default. But we still have the Google problem. We still have the Facebook problem, right? We still have the all of these problems. Amazon runs half the internet now, even if people don't see it because it's on their web services. Uh, and, and what this means is you have these giant silos that are run by corporations um, where your communications are encrypted while they're in transit across that path, but then they're actually encrypted to Google. And when they reach that destination at a Google server, they're being encrypted with a key that Google holds. Google can now read everything because they want to mine this for data. They want to be able to sell it to their partners and you know do targeting against you and, and these kind of activities. And so they want to be able to read it, right? And if they can read it, then other people can ask them to give them a copy, right? So the government just goes to Google and says, hey, give us everything about this person, that person, so on and so forth. I put the program in place to protect the country. Uh, one of the certainties is civil liberties were guaranteed. We should be partner to government. It's very easy to think that nothing's changed. But it is changing. It's not changing fast enough. We haven't done enough and the problem isn't solved, but now we have a place to start. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.